balls, ring-a-ding-ding, but we're also going to open the door so we can all stop sweating bullets. I would love somebody to check the temperature in here, please, because <laughs> if this was a building site, Sasha would have shut us down a long time ago. Oh, my God. I'm growing hair. Fourth instalment of the Sports Project. Who would have thought we'd actually make it this far? Four in. Chris, Sasha, Carlo, how are we? Excellent. Very know, good. Who would have thought you'd keep calling it the Sports Project? I thought it was a sport project. Oh, yeah, I know, right? You think I'd left? <laughs> drop the S or I'll drop you. I hey, I'll wait till lesson five. She'll be good. She'll be real good. Five times a charm, they say. Uh, look, what a huge week it's been in sport. And by that, I mean all we've done is pretty much talk about cricket. Um, but what better way to present the show as per normal is over a few beers. Cheers, team. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Easter, people. Happy, oh, Easter. Oh. Happy Easter. Hey, guys, can I just kick off this um, by saying I've got some really, really good news. Talk to me. No, Sarah and I are expecting a baby. That's April Fool's. April Fool's! April Fool's! You know what? No, I was, I was like, really? <laughs> I would have been really happy for you. I should have avoided all eye contact with you because oh. you've got me straight away. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, while we're on the subject of ball tampering. What about that? Look, it'd be remiss of us not to take part in some of the chat in the wash-up of the, the three press conferences that happened today. So that is going to be our big talking point. We've also got uh, Sansi, our little mate, and the gentleman from Gungalan Bulls, so we'll just see if the ball tampering actually filters back to our local rugby league session. Ring-a-ding-ding. And <laughs> ring-a-ding-ding. Big news in women's rugby league this week as well too. So I've hunted down one of the amazing Jillaroo's talent to come and have a chat to us. So Kezi Apps is going to be tuning in very soon. Amazing very player. soon. Amazing player. Amazing player. Big roosters. Yeah, there you go. all around. Chooks. Chooks. You love the roosters, don't you? Yeah, the Chooks. He's got four glasses. Hey, uh, while we're uh, on the subject as well too, this is the podcast which we've mentioned. So all you need to do is subscribe to our podcast so we can get our stats up. um, So at least someone can get a stat on the board this weekend. Uh, Also, you need to rate and share and comment and do all the amazing things that you normally do with a podcast. But... Our first segment is the boys' favourite segment. Yes. Send nudes. Just send them. <laughs> send them. Send them all. Send nudes to these Sick. boys. Hey, what I wanted to say with this one. That means I'm amazing. Uh, and love, love hearts. Basically, the Thank boys you, are on a live Instagram feed at the moment on Christmas Instagram, just in case uh, you ever want to check that out. You can tune into all the boys' Instagrams. We don't have one yet, but we do have a Facebook page, so you can check that one out as well too. But, boys, I need to remind you, the send segment is 30 seconds to state your case, yep. then 30 seconds for the team to refute, support, rebut, whatever. When that bell goes on both those counts, shut up. And as a group, you have to collectively decide if you're going to send them. Can I get 30 seconds for you to explain to me what refute means? (laughs) (laughs) And collectively. (laughs) (laughs) Mama, I've been bad. Right, who's going to kick us off? I I went first last week, Carlo. Right, right, Sasha, in you go. Right, Radios. Wait, 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 oh, wait, sorry, wait. Let's get the timer going. Let's get the timer ready. Go off early. Why don't you talk to your watch? Siri, start me a 60-second timer. That did not happen. That didn't work. No. All right. Ready? Three, right. two, one. So there was a heading in the papers that said MMA fighter disqualified for front flip on his unconscious opponent. 
So what happened in California, these two blokes were nutting it out. Old mate's dead set knocked himself out. So he's going to do a fly kick or something. He's knocked himself out. Right. Then the opponent has claimed victory, hands in the air. The old mate's knocked out. Instead of just going, yeah, back to the corner, he got on old mate's back while he's unconscious, done a front flip. So my segment is send him, mate. He's got to go. He's claimed a victory. He's been later disqualified, but he can't fight again. You can't, you can't claim no, a victory. No, no. It could have been a spinal injury. themselves out and then do a front flip on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do every weekend after a few scoops. Exactly. Mate. Second best fighter in camera. It's on a fight come off second best. Ding it. dong. All right, here we go. 30 seconds. You've got to argue this coming. I've got no argument. That's absolutely ridiculously superb. Brilliant. Uh, oh, God, I'm so confused. What happened? <laughs> if he's doing a front... He's knocked himself out and then he's claimed a victory on something he's not done and then done a front no, flip. No, 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 He knocked his opponent out and then didn't miss a beat. After he knocked him down, jumped on him, backflipped off his spine... Three... And called. Two, one... You go. I'm ding, going to send him off. Send him Send him off. Send him off. Thank you for the support, ladies and gentlemen. He okay. Fucking All right, Carlo. I'll go. I'll go. Oh. Tell me when I've got a timer. All right. Start, just stretch up, stretch the hammies. Oof, I'm ready you to rock good? and roll. You good? All right, yep. away you go, son. Right, so my segment is about Russia in sport, okay? Is it out of control? You know, Russia as a country shut down a commercial flight in 2014 in MH17, killing 283 passengers. Vladimir Putin wins another presidential um, uh, candidate, and he's only got the access to the media. No one else has got access to the media. Was He, he was voted overwhelmingly a fourth term, with a ridiculous number of 183%, okay? Which is absolutely... Out of 100? Yet? No, not yet. <laughs> and and he's killed numerous defectors, including the two in the UK, okay? But in sport, Three. they've had state-sponsored doping for as long as you can remember, okay, and yet they've got the 2018 World Cup. Well, that's what, that's what you've got to be careful about. It's Vladimir Putin, for God's sake. But <laughs> <laughs> do you send him? Do you send him? This show fully supports Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to end up like. All right, all you have to do is what? Sorry, go, Chris. No, have a look at this morning, like uh, Anthony Joshua, his next opponent is the, is the Russian that fought on the undercard. He refuses to fight in Russia because there's no money in Russia for sport anymore, especially for boxing. So he wants to come to the UK to fight Anthony Joshua in his own backyard because that's where he's going to get all his money. Bang. Excellent. So I don't know what happened just then. Are we sending someone? Or are we going yeah. Well, it was about we... the World Cup. Should they have the World Cup? Well, you never mentioned the World I Cup. I, 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 I couldn't even get to it. I couldn't even get to it. the distractions were, you've got 30 seconds to stay. Okay, your case. I understand that See point. what happens when you bring your pen and paper. Nothing good happens. <laughs> Look, I rocked, up, I rocked up with two beers, Come a mobile phone, and here I am. Russia in sport is very good, and games are uh, to send them. Do you, uh, do you think they should have the World Cup? Vodka. Do you oh, think no. they should have the World Cup? No, no, no. Your segment's done. You're Irrelevant. done. You're done. I've got it. So, yeah. yeah we, know, we didn't send it off. No. I would have thought if you were going to talk about Russian sport, it would have Just been the fact that they took all of the Olympians and uh, out of the next Commonwealth Games, yeah. uh, sorry, and Olympics, and then they've just passed a... Um, a ruling that 28 out of the Olympics Olympians that were banned are actually now to compete. And one of the guys that actually um, tested positive for drugs was a curling champion and was tested positive Why for a drug. You need, you need steroids, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Have you seen that? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so good at that. And just for the people at home, they got to there see There you go. A phantom, you a phantom one cup. All right. It is fucking hot in here. Here we go. I'm going to jump in. You can get naked, Sash. I'm sure all my followers would love Sasha to get naked. Um, Tap yes for naked Sash. Wouldn't be able to say that. All right. Go, Chris. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Rugby league. Look, it's been on the demise and it's lost my interest for many, many years. The rule changes. It's softened. There's so many people coming out saying this, this game just has to change. Recently, Friday night, 
the Rabbits game and the Storm game after that, there's 54 penalties collected. With 33 in the Melbourne Storm game. Now, the referees are getting whistle-happy. It's getting absolutely ridiculous. If you're going to do it, there was two Simbins in the same game as well. Rugby League has gone to the dogs. Andrew Johns came out and said the same thing. He said, this is ridiculous. How do we change it? 30 seconds. All right, from now, I'm going to bring in the fact, and Chris, I'm going to put it back to you. Obviously, you've been a great rugby league champion of ours. But the reason why a lot of teams give away penalties at the line is to slow the play down, to be able to catch breath. So that's going to be there. Are they ever going to be able to take that out of the game? Will they have to start sending players off, as we did see on the weekend, to be able to slow that down? You have to. I I agree. I agree. I think think we're going about the accountability of the referees, but the fact of the matter is we need accountability on the players as well. Boom, you just snuck that in. (laughs) Thank you. you. I've given the three-second count here in the background, and he literally wrapped himself up for the very first time. I think it's definitely something to get looked at. I I know a lot of people I saw on social media over that weekend. The old Easter egg wrapping himself again. Look at him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're only going to get through one more sender before uh, I'll let you guys open the door and get some air in here. Um, my sendum segment uh, has to go towards the Aussie Sevens captain, uh, Jackie Stannard, who was absolutely mm. coward-punched in Coogee on the weekend at 3am in the morning. They were on a team event. An English chap uh, was having a nice, friendly conversation with him outside Knocked him clean out. It wasn't just the punch itself. It was when he hit the ground, he actually fractured his skull. Now, he was meant to have his last opportunity to captain not only the Australian seven side, but at the Commonwealth Games on home soil that has now been completely robbed from him. Disgusting. No room for cowardice. The most prolific point scorer for the Australian seven team as well, isn't it? I I mean, it's, it's disgraceful. I've got no time at all for the coward punch. Absolutely none whatsoever. You run behind and you hit someone from behind. You deserve absolutely everything you get. I mean... Thoughts go out to his family. I hope he recovers as, as good as he possibly can and as, and as quick as he possibly can because that's just not acceptable. And deport well, the pumps from the sport project. Yeah. Absolutely. And from all the sports project to that English lad who uh, coward punched him, we say two words. Get the fuck send out. Send <laughs> I do realise that's more than two. <laughs> mm. Shit out. We say send him. Send him. Good work, boys. You actually kind of stayed on we time got it. there. Nearly there. <laughs> Nearly About, there. I went over a little bit. Yeah. All of it, all oh, of yeah. it, up, all of it. That's high top. fives going, by the yeah. way. Um, all right, guys. Good <laughs> reflex of the cat, speed of a mongoose. We're going to be back with another segment. We're going to get Tony Sanza on the phone, check in with the Gungarland Bulls, ring-a-ding-ding, but we're also going to open the door so we can all stop sweating bullets. I would love somebody to check the temperature in here, please, because <laughs> if this was a building site, Sasha would have shut us down a long time <laughs> ago. Oh, my God. I'm growing hair. The man of the moment... The team of the moment as well, too. The Gungarland Bulls, Tony Sands, a ring-a-ding-ding. Welcome back, legend. How you going this morning? What about the enthusiasm there? That was a big <laughs> drop-off. <laughs> and here we are with Tony Sands. Uh... <laughs> now, talk to us, Tone. Talk to us. No game No game yesterday? No, mate, no game. And that's probably probably good idea. I need a bit of rest after having two games in a row. So... No, again, just we just had a bit of a bit of a bonding session yesterday, actually. Well, that sort of so, brings me to my next went... question, Sandy. The the bonding session has the ball tampering hit its way all the way out to country rugby league. Oh, it's not new out here. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> talk talk us through the bonding session. Well, oh, actually, well, I call it a bonding session. My wife calls it me sitting at home drinking a carton by myself. But anyway. <laughs> it was, oh, Feeding the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, um, 
So, Sansy, look, mate, it's Easter today. What's the plans yeah. for Easter? Talk me through it. Is that a barbecue I can hear sizzling in the background? Yeah, mate, I've got the barbecue going. I've got a, uh, just got a nice uh, traditional Easter paella going. So, <laughs> yeah. paella. That's right. That hence the name Pablo. Yeah, ring-a-ding-ding. Sansy, <laughs> <laughs> you sound a bit flat, uh, mate. Did you have a thousand scoo bags last night? I did, mate. I did. <laughs> <laughs> After being this podcast sensation, has it gone to your head at all, mate? Well, no, no, because I, I mean, I was already a sensation in my mind. So, <laughs> really. so. Oh, Tony, so look, so, big week yeah. ahead, I hear. What's uh, what's um, yeah. what's coming up this week? All right. Uh, well, before the first game of the season, so on Saturday it's our first game. It's, uh, it's a pretty big one, twenty fifth anniversary game. So uh, we'll have a big one. Get a lot of the old boys. Uh, back there, most of them are younger than me, but anyway, we'll sort of get them back for, for a couple of beers and stuff. But I'll tell you one thing that we always do for the first game of the season, we always uh, encourage our blokes, uh, go and get your prostate checked. So if anyone's listening, make sure you, you do that. It's pretty important. And it's non-invasive these days. Yeah. So, I mean, we do have we do have one bloke, Brian Hogan. He uh, He's old school, though. He, he sort of... Make sure he gets a Tonga doctor with the thickest fingers he can find. The old bowling ball. And he goes and he goes three times a week. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, never no. get it, you can get, never get it checked too much. Now, now Tony, look, you raise <laughs> a very important out. topic there, and if all our male listeners out there, even female listeners too, um, go get yourselves checked for a prostate exam because um, it kills more men than women does. Um, breast, breast cancer, or more women than women does, but more more than breast cancer does women. So, Tony, mate, really appreciate the fact you've brought that to the sport project. And um, mate, if anyone out there needs a check, I'm I'm happy to oblige, and I'll also stick a second one in there and for the second opinion. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us, Legend. Sign us off. All right, guys, have a lovely Easter. Ring a ding ding, you ball parents. <laughs> hey, ring a ding ding, Sensei. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Up next, we have Jillaroo's sensation at Kezi Apps. We're also going to be talking about our big taboo subjects. Ooh, tell me know? more. We are. Tell so, me more. I'm trying to work out what like we're working. Like, does he have a car? Uh-uh. 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 This might have... Oh, I'm getting We're going to get the guys back in and talk to Kezia Apps and also we're talking about the major topic later on as well too, ball tampering. We touched on it with Sansy, but we're going to get real deep with it very shortly. And also a little bit of a wrap-up where the boxing was on today too. Heavyweight, it's back. Right now we go from the professional ranks of the Gungalan Bulls to the very, very professional ranks of one of our next stars. It is our first female on the show. I'm well, I am a female, but it doesn't really count. Must debatable. <laughs> yeah. debatable. Must debatable. <laughs> daily, daily. Who have we got on the phones right now? Joining you today, you've got probably one of the NRL's tallest female rugby players, hailing all the way from Bigger. Where the cheese is made, uh, Kezi Apps. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! There was nothing cheesy about that intro. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah, classic. Yeah. One of the best, one of the best. 
How are you, Kaz? Welcome. You've named two of your biggest facts, obviously the tallest NRL player. And uh, where you're calling from right now on this beautiful Easter. Happy Easter, by the way. Ah, oh, thank you, you too. I'm actually calling from my beautiful farm down in Vega. I've just literally sat down to have some lunch, uh, which I've eaten one piece of meat at the moment, but that's all good. I'll put yeah. it on hold for you guys. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm currently watching my dad get the cows in. Um, and I was just talking to my granddad just about life in general. Hey, uh, you might have seen him on the bigger cheese ad, so oh, that's where I am cheese. at the moment. Yeah, you're, she's cheese calling. Bread. She told me this before. Is that Grandpa? The, yeah, Grandpa. That's the so house is used good. on the bigger cheese ad. That Maybe. is incredible. Kez, can I ask what type of cattle you got on there? Just just dairy farm, just dairy cattle. So yeah, just, any Hereford? Regions of black and white ones. Yeah, any Hereford there? No, we don't. No one can say that country. No, no country. country. You're from the country. Yeah, it's their country. <laughs> you have zero idea. Kez. Here you going, but? Oh wow, which that one even worse. Which leads me to my next question: How tall are you? Um, six foot. And that's amazing. Okay, so I've got a challenge for you. If I get Sasha Milk Crate to run at you full pelt, <laughs> yeah. can you please bend him in half? <laughs> Can you can you bend him in half? Can you take him off his feet? I want to I want to see you drop. Turn into a deck chair. I want to see you drop the. I want to see. I want to see his hands Sasha. touch his toes. Sasha, I reckon you oh. could fold him. It's not a female. It's, it's you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hello. Challenge accepted. Oh, oh yeah! yeah! Good <laughs> <on> you. <laughs> everyone who watches, uh, everyone who listens to us, we're going to put that video. This is going to happen next time she's in oh. town. We're going to make this introduction Cheers. happen. I just booked a one-way ticket out of Australia. <laughs> she probably won't be back. Let's talk about some of the stuff that you do. Yeah, I know, as I said, you, you're working on the Dara farm at the moment. You, you used to live in Bega and used to drive almost five hours return trip just to get to a training session to play footy. Yeah, I know. How crazy. But I loved it and I wouldn't have changed anything for the world. So um, I was good. I, it was more or less a little bonding session for me and my mum as well. We'd jump in the car together and travel. She'd, she'd hate my singing by the end of it. But I thought <laughs> I was improving, but uh, I don't think I have. No, but hey, dream, believe, achieve, mate. Dream, believe, achieve. You you actually started trying. watching rugby league by watching The Simpsons, wasn't it? Yeah, so I, I, I was this. sitting at home waiting for them to come on and the news come on and it showed the girls winning the 2013 World Cup. And, yeah, that was the first little snippet I saw of female um, women's rugby league. So and basically from there I fell in love and did some searching and Googling and that's uh, when I found Helensburg was probably the closest club for me. And mind you, it took me like months to find information about women's rugby league. Like, and I was calling places in Canberra and everywhere thinking Canberra would have a competition, but they didn't And because it was only about two hours for me. So the next option, yeah, was Wollongong, Sydney way. Um, and that was, yeah, five and a half hours. Crazy. So, Kez, just give us an insight to, to growing up. Obviously, I think you, you've got two brothers. Is that correct? Yeah, I've got two older brothers. Yeah, that's right. And just give us an insight to growing up and, and playing sport with your brothers. And uh, obviously... Fun on the farm and probably taking each other out. Uh, yeah, we did. We used to always play backyard footy. Um, it used to be me and my dad versus my two brothers. And um, I'm pretty sure often we used to win because dad used to pass me the ball and grab them too. And I used to run through and score. And, <laughs> um, and it used, used to get pretty brutal sometimes. And mum used to always stay inside because she couldn't watch, watch us play because it got a little bit out of hand. But and, and if it was raining or anything, we'd be playing knee footy inside. So. <laughs> You get carpet burn on your knees when you're <laughs> 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 Yeah, that was awesome. 
growing up on the farm with the boys and just riding motorbikes and getting cows in and yeah, it was yeah. Couldn't couldn't think of a better way to um, to be brought up. Well, it's crazy to think that you couldn't even Google about rugby league when you were trying to learn about it, and now you're one of the stars of the Gillaroos. Recently, won the Rugby League World Cup. Um, obviously, the Anzac Day Test on top of that as well. Too, the Gillaroos are really starting to dominate in rugby league. But on top of that, they've now got four teams in the NRL. Boom. Yeah, I know how awesome is that. It's obviously something that I never thought. Uh, would ever happen. I didn't even think I'd ever make it to where I am at the moment. So, um, and for, for the NRL to put in, put in place the women's um, NRL series that's happening at the end of the year is something that um, I only thought would happen after my playing career, but it's happening now, so it's pretty exciting, and I'm just so pumped to be a part of it, and I just can't wait for it to all start. Yeah, massive achievement, Kez. And look, just a quick one. Is it true you used to play for the Bega Roosters back in the day? Yeah, that was my junior club I played for. Because yeah, bigger. You go the chooks. Go the chooks. <laughs> and, and in 2016, Dali M Women's Player of the Year. Is that correct? Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, unbelievable. Yep. Well done, Kez. Unbelievable. Thank you. Hey, Kez. Look, I've got so a few of us here used to play rugby league as well a little bit. She um, would tell we... all of you up. I don't know if you've seriously oh, seen I... any highlights of it. Oh her. no, no, I'm not doubting that. This is my <laughs> next question. So we all got into this as kids, right? And you kind of pushed into it. It's kind of all you know. You've got a little bit older, and then you've discovered rugby league. What on earth has made a good-looking girl like yourself want to get into this? I hate that question. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Yeah. I re- no, Kezzy, I, I want to just say one thing. I, I hate I, that question. I Brilliant, because I wasn't asking you. <laughs> because your entire team, do you reckon it should be compared on why is a good-looking pl- woman playing rugby league? I would have asked anyone. It just no, happens she's good-looking uh, too. I think Chris just threw in the think... good-looking part. I think why so late in your life yes. did you decide oh, yeah. Better to start word. playing rugby? That's why I mentioned it. Can you yeah. let that answer? Does it? No. Okay, you guys are bickering about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you guys, um, I just, like, yeah, the, the, how you look and and um, doesn't really matter about playing rugby league. So, um, but... I got into it later because I guess the exposure wasn't around when I was going when I was younger, a little bit younger, and it only sort of started taking off, I guess, um, at that time um, when I first sort of started. And like prior to that, so yeah, I played rugby league when I was young, so when I was um, youngish, eight through to when I was about eleven, and then I had to stop. And then I switched, and I played hockey, I played basketball. Um, I was always one to try any sport except for netball. I didn't really like netball, so anyone likes netball. Um, but I played Twilight netball, like so, so that was all right. That was a bit of fun, but not competitively. Um, yeah, so I played other sports other than rugby league and then got back into it playing through league tag, so for the bigger roosters again. So I thought that was pretty cool, being able to play for my junior club again. And um, and then, yeah, that's when I found out about uh, rugby league. So that's why I was a bit later because of, um, I guess, not knowing – that there was a competition uh, available for me to, to play. Hey, uh, we talk about you being one of the tallest girls in the Dularoos, but nothing can be taken away from how tough you are. I remember watching you play uh, one of the games. I think it was against New Zealand. You got knocked out. You came off the field, got cleared to go back on, and then broke your leg. Carlo's actually brought up an Instagram photo of the broken leg. Heartbreaking, <laughs> but you're on your way back to recovery. Geez, you're a tough woman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I went off that game. I actually I split my head open and you know, I had to go off. They they called, they told me, the ref told me to get off the field because I had blood all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> Which I That'll do it. Like, yeah, get off the field, yeah, covered in blood. Um, so I was like, what, 
so I went off and then they strapped me up and then uh we went back on I had a especially my next run later I um end up breaking it but um shit happens hey like <laughs> I was still a story my mum was gardening and rolled her ankle and did a ligament in her leg, so in her foot. So we actually had an injury time at exactly the same time. So um, <laughs> it can happen anywhere, Kez. Can, can happen anywhere. Anyway. If I got a yeah. if I got a head knock, dead set, you wouldn't see me for three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Now, now Kez, look, I've got a question for you, and I can hear all the viewers at home going, "Sash, don't ask it, please don't ask it." <laughs> but it'd be sexist, I believe, if we didn't ask it. This is correct? true. I'll allow it. So we've asked the gentlemen whether or not they wear budgie smugglers or they go in the Rodney Rood in the showers. I just want to know, for the girls, do they wear the smuglets or is it just as you were born? Um, I don't have a pair of smuglets. We need to get you some, for starters. Um, we need to get you some smuglets. <laughs> yeah, we'll love a pair. Um, but, you know, these day and age, they've got cubicles in the, um, in the showers so that, like, you just go in and shut the door behind you so you can sort of strip off. So it's not like open showers like probably the olden days were. Or the boys, uh, yeah. Or just, you know, leave the door open. But, yeah, no, I um, obviously go in, shut the door and... There you go, Sash. Exactly. Are you happy, mate? Well, it's sort of a 50-50 answer. Yeah. You know, I know you probably wanted me to say that, you know, we're all in there. No clothes on and open doors and... No, 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 no. no. I, I was hoping we could sponsor, uh, get a sponsorship out of smugglers. No. <laughs> well, maybe we can get a sponsorship out of smugglers. I'd, I'd love a pair of smugglers. Done, uh, done. Yeah, I'm going to sort you out. I know the boys there at Budgie. If we have to purchase them, we'll, we'll yeah. get you a set with our faces on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out of the studio and so grab them. Yeah. Hey, Kez, uh, best of luck. I know you're almost finished uh, with your rehab. We're really looking forward to seeing you out there this year and onwards and upward, upwards for all the women in rugby league. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so keen to get back out there and um, we've got a huge year ahead of us. Um, so, yeah, so much footy going on and I just can't wait to get out there and get smashed and uh, get back <laughs> up and go again. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Thanks, Kaz. <laughs> no worries, guys. Thanks, team. Kazzy Apps, what an impressive human being. Oh, mate. Yeah. I'm a... scared as fuck. You should be. <laughs> you, girl. Said... you should. You should be. You should turn oh, you into a deck chair. Why would you chain. even say that? Like, I'd, I'd prefer to run it like Jason Kroger, old school Jason. Like, you know, fucking... Left right out. I tell you what, I bet she's got amazing technique. She'll just crease you up. Boom. And it's even better because it's a big girl that's just going to blitz you into next week. It's going to be brilliant. I'm going to video the whole thing and I'm going to play it. Oh, yeah, but you can well, follow my social media channels. It'll be every second post. My card is broken. I don't think I've got April. <laughs> As Chris mentioned, you can follow us on our Facebook page and also on our podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, comment, get around it, send them, as the boys like to say. Uh, now, we did have a little bit of a bonding session of our own. I know Sansy spoke about the boys having a bonding session, a.k.a. him sitting on his Pat Malone. We did it this morning at the Stain in Manly. We watched a huge fight. The heavyweights, they're back or Whoa. aren't they back? The they're not. No, I don't think they are. Like, I, I turned up with Anthony Joshua with all the hype. And I, don't get me wrong, I love AJ. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. He's an incredible rig and he's a very, very talented boxer. However, today he got caught out. He got found out. For me, he stood on the back foot. He hid behind his jab. He didn't really do much else on the back of that. And he came against a sharp, shifty Parker that got in and out. He's flicked the jab out every single time just yep. to keep him at bay. And then when he got inside him, he looked like he was the one that was trouble. For the first time, Joshua's not knocked somebody out. He's knocked all 20 opponents out cold. He couldn't do that with this one. He couldn't even really lay a, a decent glove on him. Now, that tells me 
that there's some very, very big flaws and weaknesses in Joshua's defense. Uh, not, not only in his defense, but in his confidence in his ability to knock people out that have actually got a bit of ability. Well, they're huge questions came out of that fight it came down to one that I know you heard me screaming at the referee a number of times during that bout mm. but there was six inch reach difference on the two fighters obviously AJ had the distance on him in height he also had a pound difference in the weigh-in as well too now with a boxer when they have reach on that the tactic is to go inside game every time that these boxers got into each other and got wrapped up mm. it was a potential to either there was a couple of really epic uppercuts it wasn't like they were in and grappling and holding and not doing anything yeah. they were actively working on that inside game mm. the referee was separating them so parker never had a chance to be able to do that oh. in the defense of the referee though well, actually, no defence of the referee. More so the fact that Parker should have taken the opportunity. The tactics needed to have changed. He had 12 rounds to do it. He kept trying that inside game and getting ripped apart. There had to be another way to try and fight AJ. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking, what a cracking fight. Uh, I know Tyson Fury's been quite active on Twitter and social <laughs> media saying he wants to fight AJ. I think he needs uh, one or two fights under his belt before he takes that on. But are we are we going in that direction, crew? Do you think it's it's gonna it's gonna pyramid to 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 a Tyson Fury anti Joshua all in fight? And what do you think the purse is gonna be on that? Well, look, I've got no opinion because I was wondering around Newcastle trying to find a rubbery dub. All I can say <laughs> is that I'd prefer to jump in the ring twelve rounds with AJ rather than run at Kezi Apps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think look, I'm I think. Do that. Look, I, I think Tyson Fury, when he finally gets himself fit and stops talking a lot of shit that he does, will be a phenomenal force to deal with. Well, he's still got AJ's still got other two fights that he needs to do before yeah. that. The Russian who was in the undercard of the fight before that one. Yeah. Who knocked Pricey out cold. Yeah, and then uh, Lucas Brown's opponent from last week as well too, and now I've gone completely blank. Wilder. Wilder, of course. So he's got they're the yeah. two that have got to go ahead of Fury. So it'll be really interesting, but the banter is ready. Uh, AJ obviously won. It went the full round of 12 rounds. I'm going to give these boys another chance to have a spell out of this hot sauna. Well, the thing is, like, very, very quickly um, on this boxing thing, it's become like everything else. It's all about money. Mm. It's not about who deserves to fight who. It's about where we're going to fight, how much money we're going to make. And it's, again, it's just, this is why boxing lost so many fans to UFC. This mm. is one of the sole reasons it's become so political, so about the money, so about the who you want to fight, when you want to fight, picking your opponents, but then UFC just rocks in three five-minute rounds and let's just beat fuck out of each other. But that's why you get to enjoy the boxing by watching the Commonwealth Games, which starts by the time we do our next podcast, so four days' time. We're going to be chatting all things Com Games as well too. The amateurs, Ooh, they can't, can't dodge wait. fights there. It's not about money. It's not about anything. Best on ground, so many athletes across the pool, some of our Paralympians as well too. Plenty of action. We're going to give you all of that as well too. As I said, guys, get outside, get a spell, wipe the sweat off because out. <laughs> we'll be back with some ball tampering not the boys oh. we're going to talk some proper stuff as well too the sport project pro, oh, i can't even talk it's too hot the sport project <sighs> welcome to the sports project we are talking about ball tampering right now as sasha like to point it out don't forget to subscribe rate and comment on our podcast you can also check us out on the facebook we always post some cute little videos on there and uh, we'll be sure to post this little live session up as well too. Now, um, <laughs> the heat in the studio right now, none of your balls are getting tampered with, but let's talk about the serious topic of the situation that we've watched unfold. We spoke about it last week, boys, so we mm. did recap on the fact of when it came out as a nation, embarrassed, yep. angered, all of the confusion that sort of surrounded it now. We've now seen the three players mm. sort of come out. 
Uh, they've been finger pointed. They've now been sent home and returned. And we've now seen all three press conferences. I open the floor up to you boys. Sasha in particular. Yeah. Well, look, it was devastating. Um, you know, Will and Dilly Green was defeated by Will and Dilly Gold in the uh, Junior Goulburn District Cricket <laughs> under 14s, um, where he was one of the fellas actually was ball tampering where he's caught scratching his agates um, halfway through the second innings. So, you know, it's been a big topic all week um, through the Goulburn Junior District cricket game. And, um, you know, it's just, I don't know, what are your thoughts, guys? <laughs> this is what happens um, when you well, see it in Newcastle. Uh, well, I, I don't know if I've, I've got any comeback to that, really. Um, uh, yeah, well, don't tamper your balls. It's as simple as that. <laughs> especially, especially when you've got DP on your fingers. It, what can, it can tamper. What age group did you say? Under 14, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, yeah that's, that's actually a really weird age group to bring into this chat. No, no, no. I remember my 14s. Exactly right. Oof. Remember much ball tampering you see? Yeah, oh, mate. I, and then, anyway, yeah, right. I, I've been caught with a DP a few times. <laughs> Let's <laughs> move on. Let's move on. We digress. We digress. Let's bring it back. Okay. I'm going to try and drag you <laughs> out of that shit there. Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to kick us off. I think Steve Smith shown severe sincerity, as, as did um, Bancroft, and I thought it was, you know, it's, it, it's something that happens in sport, and it happens a lot. People get caught cheating. They go. They don't get caught as blatantly as that was. That was absolutely ridiculous. Um, do they deserve a maximum punish, punishment penalty? Absolutely. Should they be stopped to play? Absolutely. But do we also take into account their mental space right now? Absolutely. Because this is a lot of pressure on them, on their family, on their game, and they they will have a. They know. They already know. They've got a lifetime to try and get rid of this. They've they've got a lifetime to try and get over this and try and get people's respect back again, which may not happen. And it wouldn't be surprising if it doesn't. However, David Warner comes out and he brings his kids through it and oh, he I, takes his yeah. wife through it and you turn it to the crowd and she sat there with the PR queen. And that you was go, her choice to be there. That's not a drag position to be there. She's sitting tucked under the arm of a PR. That's, that, is not, that is not an accident. No. That is not an accident. And, 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 the problem, and that's the problem. You know, you, you come out there... And you read a script from a piece of paper, which is very wooden. It, was, it reminded me of the Tiger Woods interview yeah. when he came out. It was yeah. very wooden. There was no sincerity in it. And you kind of go, I just don't believe a single word of that, which then again reflects on the other two who come out with actual feeling. Mm. And, and mm. You, you actually felt sorry for them. Yeah, you messed up. You fucked up big time. Mm. Yeah. You, you've got a lifetime to try and get over it. Yeah, I, I agree uh, to, to an extent, Chris. I think the mental aspect of it is is worrying because we've got to now take care of these uh, uh, these players uh, and what they're going through. But also, we got to remember. I think the the cricket, um, the international cricket cricket association ban was about three matches, and I think their own. It was the Australian cricket that's put the twelve month ban on them. Well, twelve months for both Warner and Smith, but nine months for yeah, yeah. Aircraft. So, so it, it was a decision by Australian cricket. And was it a little bit extreme? I think possibly it was. They said, we, we've got them out there. We've got the ban. I actually think it's going to be appealed and they'll be back in three months, personally. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing that we saw with Warner's press conference. I know uh, the repeated sentence that sentence that he said the whole time was, "I'm here to take responsibility." Yeah. That was literally his only answer. I did set think if he rocked up to Macca's and they were like, "Can we take your order?" He'd be, <laughs> "I'm here to take responsibility for my actions, and I will have fries with that." That's literally what would come out of his mouth. <laughs> Seriously, super it's bad. Yeah, yeah supersize this. But I think we saw with that was someone who had the chance. He landed and took two days before he came out for his press conference. Sat back with his team, PR-wise, he was looking after uh, his own backyard in form of legalities. They still need to sit in front of the Australian Cricket Board and actually try and appeal this. Mm -hmm. He's also then, are easily, we're going to see this come up as a one-on-one 60 Minutes episode yeah. or some sort of exclusive that's going to get paid for here. And I think there's going to be a lot more finger-pointing. I don't think he's not going to go down swinging. There'll be a few more to come out. Yeah, and look, on a serious note, um, Smith and Bancroft, 
genuine sincerity there when mm. they did their uh, interviews, and you could tell um, how devastated Smith was. I actually read an article, I think you sent me, Renee, about um, you know Smith saying that he sort of turned a blind, blind eye in the change rooms. Um, look, whatever it is, I think those two um, have got off a bit um, you know, too harsh. I think they um, deserve a couple of match penalties. Because let's not forget, I've got a couple of things written down here. Shahid Afridi in 2010 got caught ball tampering, biting the ball from Pakistan. All he missed was two T20 uh, matches. And then in 2016, Faf Duplessy, they've got a short memory of the South Africans, he was caught sucking on the mint. I don't know if you remember that. He got fined all his match fee and then given a three-point penalty, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah. But And then you see Warner get up there in like full robot mode and taking full responsibility for what you said. He's Same part. those lines for his yeah. part, but he's full of shit. But that was the AOC. The AOC gave him the two matches. That's what, we've got. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. the Australian credit board that I've, got, I've gone heavy. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, no, no. They are going to go heavy. And then you've got, you've got to look at Lehman as well, who says he had no part of it, yet all of a sudden steps down when the pressure comes yeah. on. You don't do that. If you've got absolute no part in this or no knowledge of it, you, 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 you can have shit thrown at you all you want, but if you're sure about you had no part of it, then you fight that. If you're, In my personal opinion, you fight that all the way. Um, I've gone completely mind bank right now. The former coach before Layman was... Uh, Anderson, is it? No, no. no uh, Trevor about, yeah, something. Graham Gooch. How, How good are we going? Uh, well, the former, co- the former coach. So you've got to remember, he was the part that came in. He tried to ta- change the culture. He did the home gate. Remember the homework gate where he suspended three players for not returning the homework that he set to the guys? There was Australian turnaround and went, you've seriously just thrown an international match because three blokes didn't return their homework. Homework? So then, is this fucking home and away? Well, well, no, but this is what team. I'm trying to say. So this coach came in and said, I'm here to change the culture and the, the board backed him and said change the culture so then he did and punished the boys for not coming together and working as a team for all the rules abided to all people he suspended the players then the board turned around and said I can't believe you did that you shouldn't do that so then he relaxed again and that's when we saw Warner get into that fight over mm. in England again Warner's name comes back up again then he ended up getting sacked he got let go so now you've got Lehman come, come in and now he's getting the pressure put on, he can't change the culture. That's just a complete brick wall. What are you meant to do? When these players are rule onto themselves, they've got no rules, they operate on their own. It's the most individual sport I've ever seen. Exactly, but the thing is there, his name's been dragged through the mud and he's done nothing to defend that. He's just actually dropped anchors and walked away. As if so that's a guilt effect for me. That to me makes that make that's me makes him look guilty. Because if that was me and somebody saying you're guilty of this, irrespective of what the assholes have done there, because it is full of prima donnas that are overpaid underworked and have this fucking ego the size of... You really don't like the cricketers, do you? And it's not that. <laughs> it's just recent events that have yeah. really got my blood up on it. But yeah. I'm, I'm very passionate about defending your name. If mm. somebody says to me, you've done this and you're aware of that, and I'm fully 100% sure I haven't, then I'm going to fight that to the hill, irrespective. Oh, of, I'm not going to drop it and walk away from it. He did come out in the press conference and address that and say that he did have no knowledge of it and he wasn't aware of it, but he's taking full responsibility as the captain of the ship, so to speak, as the coach. He said the biggest thing for him was the reality check that cricket in the last 12 months or last two years in particular, in particular with the loss of Phil Hughes earlier this year, is that there are real people involved and he doesn't want to continue seeing that. He spends so much time away from his family and loved ones and see how much this affects them with something that he played no part in he doesn't want to continue doing that anymore. Four years on the road. Well, it's not going to go away. It's not going to go, go away. Gonna go away. They're, they're going to hassle him even more because he hasn't defended in his own name and his own honour. So that that just for me is another uh, guilt. Again, I just think 
the sports people of today, um, you know, <clears throat> they're not like yesteryear where they were really fighting for their contracts anymore. They're, they're handed on a plate and therefore given, and then they've got this right of entitlement. And I think cricket, and not only cricket, all sport, they've got this entitlement uh, and, and it really pisses me off because you should be very privileged to play a sport that you love and be like involved in that for full time, you know, and even making a living that potentially you could get for the rest of your life. Even if you don't make a living for the rest of your life, mm. that you've made, you've made money from a sport that you thoroughly enjoy and we're not bigger than the vessel and the vessel of each sport and governing body should be um, uh, should be commended is he still going? <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> mate I'm fucking sweating like a gypsy with mortgage I've got to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon you're sweating like Warner at a press conference when he had <laughs> the same question over and over again uh, as we say here on the Sport Project subscribe raise comment on all of our stuff uh, we're going to be having the weird and wonderful wacky sports Sasha coming up but he does need a little spell right now because I don't really like to see the man sweat I'm going home. Have you seen how hairy his back is? Oh, yeah, I trimmed it though. It's all good. <laughs> open the door. All viewers at home, Open the door. Open the door. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. Oh. Right, silky. Oh, nice one. He's gone from a gold chain to a silver chain. I don't know what's happening. It's an improvement. One this is how hot it's getting, guys. We one, are now. <laughs> one bikey wedding. Look at him. Two down. Look at the rig, hey? Oh. <laughs> no, don't touch me. Chris. I've got the yeah. beads of sweat. Get your lid off. Oh, well, fine. I'm actually not off. that hot. Fans, are, hey, do you want to say Chris with his lid off? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I apologise for Migaloo standing at a table. Here, even, even my mum's like that. Nah, don't do it, son. <laughs> okay. How's the back here? Weird and wacky. Oh, okay. Rightio, so this week's our weird and wacky sport. We've got shin kicking. Come here, Carlos. Oh. Oh. My favourite sport. Oh, I man, yeah. should have because it originated. Yeah, 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 we do. Oh, it. Now, listen, there's a, there's a friend of mine. I don't know if he's listening. He lives in the US now. He's in New York. Terry Gradwell he was, was the, the best. king of shin kicking. Oh, and I man. tell you what, he had one sole purpose in life. To make his shins yeah, <laughs> rise can't. like the Twin Peaks of Himalayan Hills. You oh, should man. have seen it. He got me a good... Do you, do you know what good. I call shin kicking? Oh. When I take a short bloke home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back on the Sport Project podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, I give in. Oh, hey, he's got his shirt off. I, mean, I just talk about shin right. kicking and the shirt comes Oh, <laughs> yeah, but seriously, it originated in the 17th century. Um, in England. And what you do is you've got to grab the collar of your opponent yep. and you just got to kick their shins until one of them goes down or the other one goes, oh, yeah, but you can only use hay. You can only use hay to protect Correct. you. Correct. Right. Back just in hay. the old days, it used to be tough, right? They used to have steel cap boots and they used to kick each other's shins with steel cap boots. Now they've got to use soft leather shoes. Punzes. Entitlement. I'm sick of this shit. It's called the English Premier League in 1990s. Try playing against Vinnie Jones with no shin pads in. That would have gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he'd grab your nuts as well. <laughs> wouldn't have protected your face when he took his boot off and wanted to stab you with it. <laughs> but that's the weird wacky sport, shin kicking this week. Well, right what on. a way to finish off, boys. Great show today. We had Sansy, Ring-a-ding-ding, Kezi Apps, uh, the new, newest NRL player in the Women's Rugby League. She's a great Jillaroos player. We wish her all the best in the year as well too. Boys, quick around the grounds. What's on deck this week? Oh, I'm just working, I think. Working. <laughs> Chris has quit the Rugby League. He never wants to watch another I, I, game. I, do you know what? I actually don't want to watch another game. They, they've ruined it for me. <laughs> it's gone. Until until it changes, I'm telling you now, until it changes, I'm not watching. I, not think, I, I think I'm going to go down and try and watch the Sharkies game. On oh, Friday yeah, I'll watch night. that. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> because you have a corporate <laughs> ticket. <laughs> I know. I think, I think we'll sort it out for the boys and try and get down there and just watch it live and see how it is having an effect on live 
I go to the posh seats. What do you say? I go to the posh seats. Yeah, of course you were. were. Working class Smith. Of course you were. Working (laughs) class Smith. (laughs) Working? I didn't know what that word means. (laughs) All right, don't forget our sport project. We are live every Monday afternoon and you can subscribe, rate, comment. Also, go and head on to our Facebook page as well too. You can find us there. Always wacky and wonderful videos we've got on there. Always whacking off. (laughs) Exactly. Well, right now where I look, the table's covering all underneath and you actually all look naked. Uh, It is a sports project with Carlo, Chris, Sasha... Under the table, so he can't say goodbye right now. He can't talk with his mouth full, but can hum. (laughs) Thanks, guys. See you, crew. See ya. See ya.